This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. And guess who's back this week? Yeah, it's, it's been two weeks. I know. I don't I know. know how you guys are running <laughs> your show. Was <laughs> no. there a Pokemon there? I don't think so. Welcome back to another episode of Junior Motorsports Upfront, presented by K1 Speed. I'm your host, Justin Allgaier. And guess who's back this week? Jonathan Davis is back in the Exalted studio with us today. Yes, so yes. It's, it's good, good to be, be back, back yeah. after a two-week hiatus. We, we were wondering if you abandoned the show. No. Completely. I, I mean, would not abandon my group. Heath I, and Tyler abandoned at the beginning of the well, year. I'm not Heath and so Tyler. So we thought maybe. I don't have a very good track record <laughs> being a producer <laughs> at this Ke- point. Kelsey's running them <laughs> off. Like, I don't have a very good track record. Uh, well, th- I mean, it, I will say last week's schedule for everybody <laughs> was, yeah. was terrible. Yeah. Uh, we were in Kentucky. And new service, new payment, which was great. Yep. However, because of all of that, you know, the uh, trucks, the Xfinity Series, and the Cup all got extra track time. You guys got, like, six hours on Wednesday. We got, like, six hours on Thursday. Cup got, An like, hour four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think they got four hours on Friday, didn't yeah. they? Or three hours, something like yeah. that. But it was... It and was we, dro- we drove there, so I had to abandon my post here at the K1 Speed well Show to <laughs> <laughs> roll on down. Th- I could have done a mobile unit. We actually, we actually, that would have been a good idea. I that uh, would have been a really good idea to call you in the in the van. There was some good topics. <laughs> 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 well, we did have a good a good show with Jason Burdett. Yeah, uh, we uh, were all we were all. Uh, I mean, we didn't know who we were gonna have for a, a co-host, and and Jason stepped up uh, the night before the show and was like, "I'm in." I love it. He did a good job. I so love it. He was maybe eyeing for your job a little bit, though. Hey. I'm not gonna lie. He, he was. He. I, uh, you know what's funny is like I went by to see Justin. Uh, what was it? Wednesday? Thursday. Was it Thursday? It yeah, was it was Thursday. Yeah. And uh, he's like, "Oh man, Jason was on. It, it was awesome. I was kind of worried about you know how much he was gonna <laughs> talk, but as soon as we went on, he was on it. He, he did. He talked more in the <laughs> hour that we were in here than I've ever heard him talk before in his entire life. Yeah, it was awesome. I only had Unless to cut out a few pauses. Mentions. Like there was like, you can see it on the, when you're <laughs> editing it, it's just a line. Well, and not only that, like I had some trouble. I was spark knocking too <laughs> and couldn't get words out. And then I went to Kentucky and I, I've never done this. And I started at Kentucky and I don't know why, but I started stuttering. And, and it was uh, not something that, like I've never had experience with that, and huh. and it gives me a new respect for people that that have that issue in, yeah. in everyday yeah. life because I literally could not get words out and it was so frustrating. Yep. So I I utmost respect for anybody that that has a a stuttering issue because it was not fun for me and I hope to never do that again. But it started right here <laughs> in the <laughs> studio uh, for our show last week and it was not the greatest. So yeah, it's a good time. I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of glad I'm back. I uh, I did miss the show. I enjoy, I enjoy the banter. The um, let's see, probably the toughest part is the daring assumption, though. Yeah. Because we eliminate we eliminate what ten cars almost. Yeah. Yeah. A week. Pretty much. Well, and and we we had good choices this week until they both got wrecked. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, That's true. Well, in the cup race, I don't I don't know who. I don't remember who we picked in the Xfinity or the truck. Not going to lie. I know. Uh, but, it, I mean, it's hard because you want to pick your fellow so teammate. So, Jason picked Rico in the truck. Which wrecked, right? No, he didn't wreck. He, well, he got wrecked early. He and d- then yeah, he, he did. Yeah, yeah. He kept going. And then Ty Dillon, Xfinity. And I don't then think they ran very good. 
Kyle Larson Cup. Oh no, Ka- Ty had to go to a backup car. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. He's I still ranked. Picked, I would have picked um, Kyle Larson for the Cup race. Yeah, but he got wrecked. Yeah, yeah. he was in that back straightaway crash. Yeah. And then I picked. Um, how about the car fire? Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> even even crazier. Somebody told me that there was somebody in the truck. Yeah, yeah they had to pull him out. They had to take. Uh, wow, you had a really good time. I feel like, like I feel like there may have been some extracurriculars going on, and that's where the fire started because it started in the passenger passenger seat. seat. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe they were um, enjoying a left-handed cigarette. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I, I was thinking a little, a little more than that, but that's a good chance. Uh, who did I pick? You picked. I picked uh, Ben, ben Rhodes, Rhodes, which also got wrecked. Which <laughs> got wrecked, and then you picked. Where was that piece of paper? Cole, come on. Come on. That's I it. Shoot. That's the one you just had. No, oh. I had other lines already. Mm. Uh, ben Rhodes, Brandon Jones, backup car. Oh, yeah. Man. And Blaney, wrecked. Don't be picking. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Gosh, Everybody man. be calling it, don't pick me. God, yeah. You know, that was terrible. We that was. It wasn't, my, yeah. It wasn't great. But it, then again, at least we couldn't pick myself. Yeah. Because it, it was <laughs> terrible as well. <laughs> uh, it was good. It was good until it wasn't. Yeah. Mm. Did you see the piece? No, I have not. Okay, so I've got a picture of it on my phone. Not that everyone listening to our podcast can see the picture that I'm getting ready to we'll show Jonathan. It. But. Holy cow. Yeah. Okay, so, so. In all my years. Never seen one like that. Never. I know. Me neither. That is amazing. And and okay, so so to give everybody a heads up on what happened, um, we were visit MyrtleBeach.com Chevy at at Kentucky, which was really cool. If you if you saw the car, it was really cool. It had like the sunset on it and the beach, and it was really cool. The folks from Myrtle Beach were there. Visit Myrtle Beach were there. It was really cool to have them. So we're running up front, got good track position. You know, car was actually starting to handle the way we wanted it to. Everything was going good. So we had a green flag pit stop, and as I'm leaving the pit box, so I drop the jack, I take off, I go to the end of pit road, we get to the cone, that's where it says you can accelerate, right? So we, we have to run pit road speed until the cone, then you can accelerate. So I step on the gas, go two or three seconds, and then snap. All of a sudden, the car turns completely dead sideways on me. That's what I was uh, going to ask. Yeah, I was running like 90 or 100, and it, I mean, literally, I went from dead straight, everything's good, checking traffic as, you know, who yeah. I'm going to merge up against. And then all of a sudden, I'm looking at the fans in their <laughs> in their motorhomes oh in the infield, <laughs> like trying to save this thing. Uh, so I thought we broke a left rear axle, which is not right. uncommon, uh, yep. especially at a repave, you know, yeah. somewhere where the, the the grip level is changing. So, anyways, I limp around to the infield with only the right rear tire spinning. Come back to the garage area, and uh, they found out that it was a a drive flange or a drive plate. So how that works is the hub has your studs in it. For your that holds your wheel on, and then the drive plate goes in between the brake rotor and the hub, and it slides over the stud uh, over the stud so that it doesn't spin. And then the axle goes in the middle of that on the inside. So and basically, yeah, and it's splines so the axle spins that, and then that's what spins the spins the wheel. When that breaks or shatters, like mine did, shattered would be the more mm. correct. Yeah, it's in it's in like five pieces. Uh, when that piece shatters, it actually just doesn't spin the axle <laughs> anymore. So the axle was fine. Everything else was turning, just yeah. not that right rear wheel. Left rear wheel. Left rear wheel. Yeah, so needless to say, that uh, it doesn't go well. So the guys did a good job. I mean, we lost yeah. 20 laps, but 
at that point, you know, it didn't matter if you lost two or twenty. Yeah. You know, you're 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 kind of in that uh, you're kind of in that odd situation. And, uh, and we, that's we had not good an speed. easy. That's not an easy fix. No, I mean there's you a lot take of things you have to take apart to get to that part. You got to take the, the brake caliper off. You got to take the the wheel spacers off. You yeah. got to take the brake rotor off. You got to yeah. pull that piece out. Get all the the Make chunks sure and everything out of the hub. Yeah, I mean it's did just they change hub too. Or they did not. Mess. They left the hub on. I'll tell you what. I will say the 48 car. Did you ever see them change the axle on pit road? They broke an axle somewhere like two years ago. I give Ron Mallet the utmost credit for quick thinking on his feet. Took the left side. I think they broke a right rear axle. Took the left side axle out and took a broomstick. Shoved it side. right out the other side. Oh. I will say if you snap one in the middle, yeah. you could do that really easy. Yeah. Now, the, the unfortunate part is you usually break like that inner <laughs> five or six inches and it falls down Dink. into the gear. And then you got to take Everything the gear out. You gotta, I mean, it's mm. just a disaster. So luckily... Ours wasn't that involved. Yes. Uh, but then also, too, our teammate Cole Custer, he had an accident on pit road. Now, I don't know if you've seen the damage. Uh, yeah. And red, <laughs> I'm like, what was did, Was one guy going one way, one guy going the other way? It looked like he hit the fence at full yes, speed. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It was the craziest damage I've ever seen from a pit road crash ever. I, I mm. Yeah. When I read it. I read it that night because I was, uh, where were we? Oh, we were at a wedding. Our engineer, Philip yep. Bell, he and his wife, Ashley, uh, got married. So we were there. and uh, Oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, that was right. I, you posted a picture to me. Yeah. So um, we, uh, I didn't get to see it. Well, I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, pit road accident. Well, then I'm like, the shocks broke. The steering's broke. The upper frame frames broke. I was like, was the guy going the other direction? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I saw the uh, our our shot guy Steve yep. is a is a community shot guy. He does yes. your guys stuff. He does oh, yeah. all the Xfinity cars here. Steve's a shocker. And he was holding the shock yesterday, walking through the offices, and he's like, "Pit road accident," <laughs> and literally the the shock shaft was bent at a forty five degree angle. And I'm like, "Holy crap!" I don't. That is impressive. Yeah. For I mean, you're running. What was it? Forty five. It's supposed to be yeah. So fifty max. 49 point. No, yeah, but no, no, literally, he wasn't five feet from his box. Yeah. So he was going 20 at the most. I mean, it, it, it yeah. And the other guy was already slowing down to come into his box. Like, it couldn't <laughs> have, it couldn't have happened any other way that yeah. it did. So, yeah, it was not good. But Such our teammate, life. our teammate Elliot Sadler did have a good night. Yeah. They, they ran him over all night, battled up front. So that was good. Um, we all three had speed. You know, majority of the night, other than... I mean, we come out of the pits, and we're running the exact same lap time as the leader. <laughs> like, 20 laps down, running the uh, same lap time. And I'm like, uh, Ryan Blaney was right in front of me, and, you know, I'm like, do I pass him? Do I not? Yeah. I mean, I'm 20 laps down. The guy's do running second or third. Do I be that guy? And so I, I come on the radio, and I said, uh, if you're all okay with it, I'm just going to ride right here. They're like, yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> so then I'm, like, riding right on his bumper, and I was like, and I'd be kind of aggravated if something yeah. was right on my bumper. So I backed off like a half straight away <laughs> and just rode there. You know, it was it, it's hard to – That's probably got to be the hardest thing for a driver. I, and I've never had to do it, so I, can't, I can only imagine that, okay, you wreck or something happens like that, that it doesn't hurt the car bad enough to slow it down. You go back out, you're 20 laps down, and you're like, 
Oh, yeah, I'm there's looking the at the guy, board. There's the guy that's running for second, and I'm like wanting to pass him, but I can't. Right. I'm I'm looking at the board, and guys that I was going by at a high rate of speed were like tenth, yeah. and I'm really disappointed <laughs> at that point. <laughs> really sad. But you know, the whole weekend was just a disaster. All of my guy, or all of our guys that we picked for for uh, uh, during assumptions. assumptions crashed or had to go to backup cars, whatever. Uh, we had our issues. Cole had his issues. We land <laughs> in Concord, North Carolina, <laughs> and I had no keys to my truck to drive it home. <laughs> so, Miss Kelsey, thank you. I we didn't. I didn't understand why they were – Megan and I had to finish our post-race reports because we did them on the plane, but as Megan and I were editing each other's, we were landing. So we had to put the computers away anyway. So we go into the airport in their little break room area <laughs> and sit at the tables and and here comes Ashley, Harper and Justin and I was like, well they don't usually come in here. Why are like usually <laughs> Justin goes and gets the car and like comes Picks and gets up. all the stuff. So I'm like, what is this? And Ashley's like, well we don't have car keys. Like have you located them since? No. <laughs> like this is this is You know how socks disappear in the dryer? This set of car keys. No. It's only one sock. Well, okay, a <laughs> sock. So it's never a pair. Yeah, you're right. This set of car keys is like huh. gone. It's it. Yeah, I, I have no home. idea. Nope, nope. Not on the plane. Like we even went back to the plane. We talked to the pilots. We went to the lost and found at Concierge. We went to lost and found at the airport. I mean, we literally have. <laughs> I feel like I walked in to go through security with them in my hand, yep. right? And I feel like I set them down on the table when I set my book bag down. So I'm thinking somebody just grabbed their stuff, grabbed the set of keys. They're uh. going to realize it at some point. The problem is I hope they don't realize that it's my truck and they <laughs> drive <laughs> off in it. Uh, hey, got me a new ride. Yeah. I will say this, though. So uh, I have a GMC Canyon, the the Chevy Colorado GMC Canyon type type pickup truck. So you're, you're, you're giving them all the info when they find you. Well, that's true. <laughs> uh, that's true. Uh, license plate 765. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't even know what the license plate I would, is. On I it. don't know what mine is. They, it's whatever number they gave me. Uh, so I have OnStar. Oh, yeah. So on my phone, I had to – I could unlock my truck. So I unlocked it, got the car seat out. I was able to put it in Kelsey's vehicle, oh, that's and she could drive us home, and I had a car seat for Harper. Like, instead of having to wake somebody up at yeah. 3 in the morning or whatever time it was mm. to find me a car well seat. Well done. Yeah, so I, I was really OnStar lucky. is a great help. Now, the only thing is, is I swear if you're gone more than five days or something, it won't work like that. Really? Yes. I want to say they told me that. Because something happened, like, uh, they asked me when the last time is the vehicle was turned on. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh. So what you're saying is I should randomly start my car every <laughs> couple of days from yeah, the OnStar every app. Every couple of days, just turn the car on. and. The best part, I got a good one for OnStar. <laughs> so my dad gets a brand new Tahoe for my mom. So, of course, it's got all the bells and whistles, OnStar. Well, they're not, like, techno savvy. So, of course, me and my kids and my wife were like, here, here's what you got to get the app. You can turn it on. You can honk the horn. You can unlock it. You can lock <laughs> it start it whatever you want to do so i put the app on my phone and logged <laughs> so i could log into their car oh no. oh god <laughs> so they're tahoe sitting in their garage they're eating dinner one night i'm at my house across town and i'm like watch this <laughs> <laughs> set the horn off my mom goes out she's like 
I call him later. I'm like, hey, what's going on with your car? She's like, I don't know. How'd you know? <laughs> Giggling. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Lord. terrible. I that would be something that my my mom like, if I were to if I were to do that like my parents aren't my dad is actually steadily getting there like he's on Facebook and everything now which is same here. Yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy <laughs> to think just in the ma- like the past two years how yep, that's exactly far he's come I'm but geez. he's got a he's got a tablet he works from. His motorhome, so yeah. he's always on the road. He works for his business on this tablet, that's and awesome. he's got it all set up, and like that's he awesome. can log in. And I'm like, where did you come from? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> who are you? And, and my parents are a little older, so my dad is 60, 67, I think. Yeah, 67. My mom's 66. So I mean, not old by any means, but yeah, you know, they're older than that generation. Of yeah, but that generation does not use technology no. like we do. Is they're not doing Pokemon Go, I can assure yeah. you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're not, no. <laughs> 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 so true. I can see Gator. Up, oh, got one. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, my the bad part is is that with my dad, uh, he might see something <laughs> in the road, and I got to hit that. And, yeah, not, not, not the same. Um, anyways, oh. yeah, we have a, like, we haven't even hit the show topics yet no. today. No. And we have a great show coming up for everybody, so definitely. We're uh, getting well, there. Like We're we said, uh, cool there. show today. Randall Hoppy uh, is on the phone with us from Irvine, California. So, Randall, what can fans expect when they walk into the new K1 Speed of Concord? Yeah, so our, our new uh, center there in Concord has uh, been open for about three weeks now, and um, th- this location is, is absolutely incredible. It's uh you know, it, it's a living, breathing, essentially like little motorsports NASCAR museum. Um, you know, from all the imagery to to all the, the NASCAR memorabilia, the used race parts, um, the race cars that are in there, uh, it, it's it's incredible. Um, and then, you know, that center's got two track layouts, um, two two different kind of layouts. So one's one's a little more laid out, a little faster, a little wider turns. Then we have another one that's real short and technical, uh, a lot of hairpin turns, a lot of tight, tight racing action. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, it, it's an awesome experience if you, you can try both tracks because they, they both use, utilize different kind of race styles. I think uh, one, but yeah. we have a few really cool things in our center, and I think one of them for sure is that uh, we actually have artwork. So we have, you know, full 34 by 36-inch canvas portraits of every cup series champion from the, the beginning of NASCAR. Awesome. So it's uh, it's really cool to get in there and see, you know, what these guys looked like back in the day in their black and white photos of, uh, you know, th- their headshot portraits of, from their championship campaigns and stuff. So it's really, really neat to see all these, you know, the old imagery from, um, you know, our big, you know, we have giant wall graphics and we have, you know, all the way from Daytona, uh, you know, the beach races, the, the Hudson Hornet, all the way up to, you know, Bristol from this past spring, so uh, really cool imagery, really really cool uh, memorabilia in there from race uh, race car parts. We have a bunch of uh, you know pieces off of Chase Elliott's championship championship season cars from last year um, up in there, and then um, beginning of this year, I know one of the the hot the hot items from the beginning of the season was the uh, Batman versus Superman uh, Dale Jr. Jimmy Johnson cars. Well, we actually have both of those cars in our center. That's cool. Uh, That's they're awesome. they're at the, the front doors of our building, so right when you walk in, you actually come between both those race cars. So, uh, if people want to get up close and personal with the you know those cars, you can kind of check them out and see them 
Um, and, you know, they're, they're really neat because a lot of the cars we get are, um, you know, they're obviously season submission cars and everything's been removed and the seats are all gone and they've got different race seats. Well, these ones look like they just rolled right off the racetrack into our showroom. So, um, yeah, we, we've had tons of neat stuff. That, that building's really, really neat um, and, and it's doing really well. So for, for folks to uh, come out and experience kind of the new state-of-the-art go-karting center and kind of how it's, you know, technology's moving, um, I definitely highly suggest people to come in and, and check it out and enjoy themselves. Have you uh, have you been to the actual location yet? I know you were here for a fan day. Have you made uh, made any laps there at the track? Yeah. So when I was out there, uh, you know, for, for Memorial Day weekend, for the 600 weekend, you know, going by the center and checking it out while it was still getting going, we were about a week out from opening. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I turned some laps on our new track. It's a it's a concrete layout. The majority of our centers now are we have a few asphalt tracks but the concrete tracks um you know once they get worn in rubber gets laid down they become really fast and and uh and they're a little slick too which makes it really fun as well so um you know like i said the, the two different track layouts one's um a little more wide open takes a little less effort to uh, get around the track quick but the the short one is really tight real hairpin turns um and it and it's you really have to run race lines and uh, you know, you'll be tracking a guy, and, and you know, it's kind of, you know, like any other road course, you kind of work a guy, work a guy, and you just kind of fill his mirror up until they make a mistake, and you kind of get in too hot to a corner or, or too wide, and then you can finally make a move. But uh, that one's a really fun track, and by the time you're out of there, off, off going through 14 laps, you're uh, you're a little sweaty, huffing, puffing a little bit, and it's um, you know, and it's a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, so the, the two different track layouts are, are really, really good, and. And we get help. Um, you know, Forestheads a really good partner of ours. You know, we work closely with with a lot of our locations, and he helps us design um, a lot of the track layouts across the country. So, uh, kind of you know, pulling his road racing expertise and what's fun and what's interesting, and then uh, also what's different from what we already have around the country. Well, I mean, we're we're recording on a Tuesday. Obviously, by the time this airs, it will be Thursday. But tomorrow night, Wednesday is the, the, the true kind of grand opening launch. And, and I know that that's been something that you guys have been waiting for. I mean, obviously, as we've talked about on the show, it's been open for a couple weeks now. People have had the chance to kind of come in and, and, you know, experience the, the racing. But, but to truly hit this, this first plateau of the, the grand opening, I think everybody's excited. And I know you guys have to be on your end about, uh, you know, about this being a grand opening. Yeah, so – when we open our, our centers, we kind of do a soft open for a few weeks just to get kind of everything acclimated, get kinks worked out, and, um, you know, get everything running nice and smooth and well-oiled. Um, so as you mentioned, so, you know, tomorrow, which will be our grand opening event on Wednesday, um, it's kind of our official ribbon cutting. The mayor comes down, we have the council members come out, um, and then proceeds of the, you know, a portion of the proceeds from that whole day we're working with uh, Speedway Children's Charities um, there with SMI um, and Charlotte Motor Speedway. And so we'll be donating portions from that day back to uh, the Speedway Children's Charity. Um, but, yeah, our grand opening events are, are really cool, fun events. We always have, uh, you know, our, our partners come down and then also special guests and stuff like that. So, you know, we have, um, you know, balloon animal artists and face painting artists and uh, lug nut from Charlotte Motor Speedway. Their uh, mascot's going to come down. Love me some lug nut. <laughs> And, um, you know, so we have some other partners that will be down on uh, on site. And we have some NASCAR 
some of our, our, our NASCAR drivers that we have relationships with will be on site. Um, but, you know, just like anything, we're, we're still firming those guys up. Um, but, yeah, so they'll, they'll be on site um, for that grand opening event as well. And so it'll, it'll, it's going to be an awesome day. Um, like you said, this will air after that's already happened. But uh, all of them are really awesome. So when, when by the time this, uh, this airs, folks can pop over to our Facebook or Instagram, uh, Snapchat or our Twitter, uh, whatever platform, and, and kind of check it out and see all the, the photos from the day and see everyone having a good time. Awesome. Well, in case our listeners don't know, what kind of pricing are we looking at for uh, a, a day or a couple races there at K1 Speed? Yeah, so our pricing is, is identical across the board across the country. Um, a, a standard 14-lap race, which lasts about 12 to 14 minutes, depending on uh, how skilled of a driver you are and how fast you can actually get through the track. Um, you're looking at uh, it's about it's 19.99 um, with an annual license attached to that as well. But um, we also have an incentive pricing through Monday for Monday through Thursday, um, so you can miss wait times and uh, get you know get your races in quicker and not have to worry about waiting. Um, and we actually run a variety of pricing packages throughout the week. Uh, right now, our current our best current offer that we're running Monday through Thursday is a three for 39. Uh, three races, 39 bucks, and then also we have a variety of other packages as well where, you know, two races, T-shirt, you know, and a bunch of other stuff included in it. Um, but all that pricing information can actually be found on uh, k1speed.com. Click that hours pricing tab. You can see everything that's laid out in there. Um, and you, and you can see uh, your your average single race pricing, what what, uh, what uh, price, price packages we have going on, special pricing during the week, and then also a great way for folks stay in tune with what specials are coming up at their local location is uh, to go to that actual individual page on our website for that location, sign up for the email uh, campaigns, and then we'll, we'll drop you uh, special offers, coupons, special incentives, cool information, whatever it is, uh, right into your inbox every uh, every month, every week. Well, I can tell you, if you if you go, right, like don't do the whole, well, I'll just get one race and start, because like, it, you know, no. the, as Randall said, the incentives when you when because you're gonna want to go again, right? Oh yeah. So it's you're just better off to buy a couple races at a time, whatever whatever that day's incentives are, and go with it because it's well worth it's well worth the investment up front to to have the enjoyment later. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. And kind of and how our uh, how we run things too is when every racer comes in, they have an account built for them within our system, and every race you purchase gets added to your account. So if you buy two, three, four, ten races on a day. Um, you don't have to use them all that day. You can use them at any location across the country. Oh, uh, wow. They're good. They never they never expire. So you can race in Charlotte if you're in town for a race weekend. Go back home to Texas and go race at your local one there in Dallas. Whatever it is, um, yeah, th- those races never expire, and you never have to uh, use them all at once. You can just use them how you want. So it sounds like if you're you know in an area where there is a K1 speed, especially the Concord location, uh, Christmas, birthdays. You just ask for yeah. ask for races ask from for the family and be like, hey, put them on my card, get them on my account. That's that's yeah, awesome. It, yeah, exactly, and it, it makes it a uh, makes it much easier. You know, that's kind of a, a different thing that you know, how we differ from other places where what you buy that day you have to use that day, or something happens, you come back and try to do it again. But uh, we make it really easy for for our uh, our fans and our users to experience. Kind of the, the racing experience, how they they want, how they feel, and what they're what they're capable. Because, like I said, it's no joke. You you get tired, you get winded. Two two races is about where you're starting to feel your uh, 
your forearms <laughs> cramp up a little bit, your neck's getting a little sore from holding the helmet up, and uh, you, you get beat up a little bit. Um, you so show your tr- show you your, your true age before you're uh, you, you're ready for a break. So it's uh it's perfect for you can use your razors how you want to use them. Now the other thing too that some of our listeners may or may not know. So you you can bring in your own helmet, gloves, whatever you want to wear. Um, I think it is closed toed shoes though, correct? You have to have. Uh, it it it, 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 it it's a kind of a, a it depends on that. We we highly suggest closed toed shoes. Um, but you know we know it gets hot out. Sometimes people are wearing some sandals and stuff. So we highly highly suggest closed toed shoes. But you know, by all means, you're more than free to race at your own discretion. Um, <laughs> but we we highly suggest closed toed shoes. Well, you're now, not as you mentioned. You know you can bring your own helmet in as long as it's a closed face helmet. Or uh, we see a lot of folks that, you know, we have a, like our whole motocross team, uh, you know, you, as long as you have some type of eye protection. So if you wear a full, you know, a moto helmet with goggles, that'd be perfect. So, uh, yeah, awesome. you free feel to uh, bring in your own helmet. And that's what we have a lot of people do because they, uh, they like to use their own stuff. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you want as long as you have uh, eye protection. But you also provide. So if, if, if a, you know, if somebody that's listening wants to come in and hang out and, and they don't have anything, they're not – Worried about having to bring your own stuff. You have everything that they're going to need to to be able to hop into a cart and go go make some laps and have some fun. Yeah, to come exactly. And, make laps. and uh, you know, we, we part of your annual license that uh, when you come in and sign up and race, you get access to you know full race helmets, head stocks, all that stuff. And um, you know, we utilize we have we clean all of our head stocks every. You know, they're one time use head stocks, so we you know remove them and, and put replace them with nice clean ones, so you never have to worry about uh you know wearing a dirty helmet and stuff like that. We we have a, a really good sanitation program that we have in place to uh, make sure everyone's clean and safe and happy and enjoying themselves and not having to worry about uh, stinky head socks and stinky helmets, um, you know, because it gets hot and people get sweaty. So. I like it. And definitely you do not want to put on a head sock after. I mean, I've watched some people get out of cars, and you're like, man, I am glad that one is going away and a fresh one. I got a fresh one because there's some people that, I mean, People are just naturally sweaters or not, and uh, well. I've seen some people leaking, leaking fluid on the track, and it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> from the go kart. <laughs> oh yeah, it gets uh, you know the summertime months is where you know, where we're at, and it gets warm, and um, you know a lot of the locations that are located in very hot areas, so like Concord, uh, the center there in Concord, our our, lo- our South Florida location here in Southern California, uh, a lot of these, and especially and in Texas too, a lot of those locations are. 100% fully air conditioned. Um, you know, the lobbies as well as the racing surface are, are all air conditioned, so it helps definitely. But um, you're you know, still working. Warm. Yeah, you're still working. Well, Randall, we really appreciate you calling in and and uh, being a part of our show as, as always. And and you know, obviously, like we said, we're gonna miss the grand opening, but uh, that doesn't mean that fans can't still come hang out with us. We're gonna. We're gonna make some time to get out there, and we're gonna be out there quite a bit, you know, in the coming, coming months. And I mean, when are you gonna come hang out with us and come race with us? We, we wanna, we wanna beat up on yeah. you a little bit, like yeah. we beat up on I'm all gonna, of us. I'm gonna be out there soon, so hopefully, uh, you know, I, I like to try to pair all my trips around race weekend. So we may see you guys down there in October soon. Perfect. Perfect. All righty. Well, thank you again, Randall. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it again, and uh, everyone, come on out, check out. Uh, the center. I know everyone doesn't know about the grand opening, but we're, we're uh, promoting that on our back end. So, um, but yeah, come down to the location. You guys will have uh, a 
your time and you'll really enjoy that center. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Randall. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. It's obviously really cool to have Randall on, uh, not only for, for him to come on you know, today and be on the show, but for K1 Speed to, to be the presenting sponsor of uh, JM up front. So definitely, definitely love those guys. Um, you know, make sure you get out and check out the, the new the new center in, in Concord. Uh, he he likes to say Concord. Yeah, he and we're going we're gonna to have to get him <laughs> to, to change that out. That's a, or that's the a 30 other locations they have. Yeah, I mean, if you're anywhere around one, it's, it's definitely worth it. I mean, we, we see him all the time. California and Phoenix yep. and all these different places. So definitely get out and check one out. The other part of our show that we always ask fans, uh, we, we get fan questions, right? We want we want our fans to, to interact with our show. We want them to be a part of it. So today we have a fan question from somebody that I know. Uh, I actually race RC cars or raced RC cars with him. I actually uh, have – he makes the, the modified bodies that go on the, the 10 scale uh, trucks and cars. Mm. He makes the modified bodies. He cuts them out and then – Bends them uh, and sells a kit. So, uh, at Adam J. Sippel, uh, on Twitter, he asked uh, Jonathan and I, "How does a driver or team bounce back from a tough day at the racetrack?" And I feel like this question fits perfectly with for the weekend everything that we've dealt with <laughs> over the last few weeks. Yeah. So I'll let you ask it from a team's, or I'll let you answer it from a team side, and then I'll answer from a driver's side. The biggest thing is, uh, you know, I've done it long enough, and it, it's it's hard. I think earlier on in your career when you're just kind of getting going because it's hard to ride that roller coaster. But being in the sport for almost 20 years now, um, you know it's a roller coaster ride, and you just can't can't let the bad days beat you down. But um, we, we just – sometimes things happen, and, you know, there's no control over it, and you just got to go back and double-check things, make sure that, you know, okay, we had a – earlier this year we had a failure, um, the rear end, the chain that holds the rear end up. Um, it broke. It was nobody's fault, nothing wrong. We just now have upgraded the, the bolts that go through there. So we've never had any kind of issue, but you just got to evaluate the situation. And uh, if there's a way to make it better or do something better, y you move on. But you can't ever let it get you down because, like I said, this this ride of racing is a roller coaster. So there's good days and there's bad. But as long as you all stick together and, you know, we – we struggled a little bit this weekend, but, um, you know, Cole was very um, green on coming to Kentucky. He's never been there before and being a new repave. Um, he struggled a little bit, but, you know, every time he'd get out of the truck, if Marcus, had the new crew chief, Marcus Richmond, would talk to him and, hey, man, you know, we'll be fine here. You know, just settle in. You let us know what you need, and we'll work around that. You know, So uh, as long as you stick together and – Keep your head up after after a bad day because, you know, like I said, it happens. Um, keep plugging away. Well, and there's different drivers and there's different teams that have different thought processes on this, right? Like some drivers, um, I mean, if, if they have a bad day, it is it it just the gets even worse. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Spirals. It, it's it's literally all the way home and all week the next week, and it just can really get down there. And there's other drivers that that try and you know, kind of just you know, brush it off. I guess yep. it'd be the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, you know, for me personally, I, I'm the type that, number one, I'm very lucky to do what I do. I mean, we all are. To, yeah. to live in a world where we can go to the racetrack on a, on a weekly basis and work in a race shop and, and, yeah. and have fun. Uh, now, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of work that goes into it and there's a lot of lot of stress and a lot of, lot of other, other aspects that you don't see. But 
you know, we're still blessed to do what we do. I'm not working in a desk job. I'm not doing things that I don't want to do. So that all being said, uh, you know, for me, I, I look at a race and say, okay, is it like, what was the cause of the problem? Is it me? Is it somebody else? Is it a part? Is it, you know, what, what ended our day right. prematurely or analyze or it and then say, okay, from there, how do we, how do we make this better? Right. If it's, if it's a person, you know, you, you look at it and say, okay, what, what caused that person to be down, whether it's me or another competitor or a crew member or whoever it is, right. Uh, or have an issue, you know, and, and look at the way I look at it is, is that we all make mistakes, right. Yep. It, it happens. Uh, I'm not any more frustrated at one person for making a mistake than I am at myself. Yeah. Now, granted, I'm still frustrated. Yep. I'm still yep. frustrated at myself, but at the end of the day, you know, we all make mistakes. The other part of it is when you have a failure like we had this weekend, that's disappointing in a different aspect, right? Because it's nobody's fault. There was nothing we could see that could, yep. you know, we do everything at, at the shop to go through nut and bolting on these race cars. We, we check all the parts, the parts that don't get replaced, you know, they're they're going through and getting Magnaflux or getting checked or stress checked mileage. and all these mileage. I mean, every every part on a race car has has serious records. You know, so we know what vendor it came from, what batch it's from. I mean, you know, we literally if, if especially if something happens like this, we dig in all the way to the very bottom to yeah, try yeah. and find out how to how to make sure that doesn't happen. And you know, we've seen teams, uh, I remember a couple years ago, Hendrick, they had a batch of, of parts in their engines that that it it just that that batch was bad, and they literally scrambled, worked around the clock, built new engines, sent them out to the racetrack, put them in like race morning, and they didn't have a failure. But you know, it was it, it wasn't for any lack of effort. It's not like right. they put Th those parts in faulty. It was just a right. uh, a run of parts that, that were a bad batch. And so, ne needless to say, you know, for all of us, it is a challenge. But the the one beauty of our sport is is that it's always next week. Yeah. You know, you can you can go to the racetrack next week. Now, for you guys on the truck side, it might be four weeks, <laughs> uh, but there's always that <laughs> or next, next race, Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> or next Wednesday. And, and you know, that's the other part for me though that's always crazy is it's great until you get to Homestead. You can say that all you want until you get to Homestead. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, I gotta spend two months sulking, doing over yeah. this. But <coughs> that just you just gotta win the race and win the championship and be done yeah. with it, and then you're good, right? Then done. December and January are fine. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Well, Adam, thank you for your question. Uh, definitely keep them coming. We love to we love to see them. We love to hear them. We love to have you guys on. So, um, huge part of a huge part of our show. As we head into this the week leading up to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, Dale Jr. and the number eighty eight team are gearing up to run those famous Exalta colors again for the Crown Royal four hundred. Head over to ExaltaRacing.com to see the latest news and images from all the races where Dale Jr. is running the number 88 Exalta Chevrolet. Exalta posted a photo this morning of a coffee cup and a paint gun. And it was an awesome photo. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. Like, you know, I, I, I love that aspect of things. I actually took auto body in, in high school and all that <laughs> stuff. So, like, I was like, that's that's a cool photo. And, I mean, coffee. We're, we're all yawning in here. Yeah. So, it's got me thinking I've about the coffee. I don't know that's what you've true. done, but. Yeah. I don't know. He either. started I started it. it. He like did start it. <laughs> I did he start it. He started with the terrible. yawning. All right. Well, this leads us to the point in our show where we have those famous daring assumptions. And I'm going to actually add to this this week. I'm going to make Kelsey pick, too. Because Ugh. she doesn't normally pick, yeah. and I didn't think about this until last week when we left. And I'm like, we stew and stress over this. Right. And she's just like, yeah, oh who are yeah. you picking? Ha -ha, who are you picking? Yeah. Oh, that's not a good one. Oh, that's a good one. All right. So, anyways, go so ahead. Kelsey, Jonathan. go ahead. No. All right. So, 
Kelsey, you're gonna be up first on this one. Let's let's hear what you got. The Xfinity series and the Sprint Cup series. Auto Lotto 200. That's gonna be a hard one to say too. The Auto Lotto. Auto Lotto. It's all one word. I double checked. Yeah, it is one word. I think they're actually on Bubba Wallace's car this week. Yep, they are. So. Could be. Yeah. Um, I wasn't prepared for this. Neither Whoa. are we normally, so go What's ahead. What's wrong? <laughs> so, what do you mean you guys aren't prepared? You know every week we do daring assumptions. And as do you. I know, oh. but I don't do it. <laughs> I usually make the rules on this. All right, so go ahead. Who do you um, got? Dang, I don't know. So, like, obviously, Kyle Busch is not a daring assumption. No. Um, is Eric Jones considered a daring assumption? Or just Gibbs altogether is Gibbs not? Gibbs is out. So Gibbs is out. <laughs> Junior Motorsports <laughs> is out. You can only pick three drivers. Um, it's like uh, Ryan Sieg. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Bubba Wallace. All right. That's actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah. oh. That's, uh, you know, uh, the, the Roush cars have typically been pretty good at. Yes. At Take so that, anyways, Jonathan. We can't. Okay, basically, what we're gonna do is we're gonna throw out anybody that has a win. They can no longer be a daring assumption. That's how we'll do this. Okay. So if they have a win, they cannot be a daring assumption. So. So does that put you in for a daring assumption? Well, no. Whoa. Plus our team. Slap plus our face. team. Yeah. No, I'm just saying because I would have picked <laughs> Justin then. If I would have yeah. known that, we made rules after I picked. Okay. Mm. What about the Sprint Cup series? Um, I'm gonna go Harvick. Is that really a daring assumption? Well, I mean, who? Uh, okay, fine. Every fine. cup car is fine. not daring. As long yeah. as it's not Hendrick, we're good. Okay, yeah. so Kevin Harvick. Okay. I'll go with Harvick. Jonathan? I'm really kind of angry because I had my heart set on Bubba Wallace mm. for the Xfinity race. Boom. Uh, who? They have two cars. Three Ryan cars. Reed. Who's two. the other one? They only have two now? Yeah. Yep. Mm. Sadness sets in. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I looked at the, I looked at the whole entry, uh, list, entry and list, and oh, I'm so mad right <laughs> now. Uh, I'm just gonna reach for straws here and go with um, Ty Dillon. Dang it! That's <laughs> who I was going with. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're just we're just we're passing I'm it just around. I'm just reaching because I don't really feel that one. I really feel like Bubba. Boom! Who well, for cup? Yeah, for cup. I want to go with um, the five. You can't oh. pick Hendrick. Oh, man. It, but uh, that's but actually who I was thinking is Casey Kane. Anyways, go ahead. Pick another can't. one. I know. You can't pick Hendrick. At all? No, you can't pick Junior <sighs> Motorsports. You can't pick Hendrick. And then we decided Gibbs is not a daring assumption anymore. So I can't pick. Uh, there's like ten cars now. We're down <laughs> to a six-car field. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Austin Dillon. Okay. Right. He's been strong here lately. Yes, he has. Slugger's got him. Slugger's got him turned around. All right, so mine, I, I've got two really good ones, I feel like. I feel like I'm winning this week. Okay. I feel like I'm winning the challenge. I don't know about the race, but I'm winning the challenge. I'm going to go with Ryan Priest in the Xfinity Series. Okay. Um, well so, yeah. so Priest has won the modified race there quite a few times. Yep. The, the, the ground yep. pounder modified. And. The O one or Johnny Davis, they always run good at New Hampshire. For some they reason, do. they do run good at New Hampshire. So, who's driving um, this week? Huh? Who's driving? Ryan Ryan, Ryan's driving it. I got yeah. you. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna go with Ryan Priest. Okay. And I'm gonna go with Paul Menard. I was thinking him too. Yep. He runs good there. He does run good there. Boom. So I feel like I got two good choices um, for 
this weekend. One of the best races of the weekend there, though. Is the, the modified, modified race. race. I uh, keep telling everybody I want to get a ride for that, but then it like it kind of half freaked me out too. Donnie, I know, but it kind of half like freaked me out too, Fair because enough. you don't want to go there and look stupid, and that's probably not the the best place to start no. with. No, <laughs> and it's a and race. I know that, but then then I'm gonna get back in my Xfinity car and I'm gonna be like <laughs> wide open in the corner, and be like, oh, this was way <laughs> too deep. Uh, matter of fact, I think Kez. Wrecked the cup car or almost spun out the cup car. He got out of the Xfinity car at Kentucky. Hopped in the cup car. Now, Xfinity car 1 and 2 was wide open. Yeah. Right? Not so 3 and 4 was car. barely out of the gas. Cup car was, like, hard on the brakes. <laughs> big time. Right? Completely different. And so he was, like, up the racetrack, <laughs> right rear in the fence, and then goes on to win the race. And I actually told somebody the other night. So they said he won in 12. He won in 14. They, they started in 12. And I'm like, he's got to win. It's every other year he's going to win. And then he shanghais everybody and wins. <laughs> Shanghai. Yeah. All right. Anyways, so this weekend, as you said, the Auto Lotto 200, Auto Lotto 200. is July 16th, 4 p.m. Eastern, which I feel like that's a late that race for New Hampshire. It uh, is. Like, normally like it's like at 1 or 2. So Darkness might come in. I don't know. It's only, it's only 200, 200 <laughs> laps. So, I mean, I feel like we should be able to click 200 off pretty quick. Um, but, but. You know, check out Junior Motorsports. We got the number one Elliott Sadler, one main. Uh, myself in the Brandt Professional Agriculture Colors in the seven, and then Alex Bowman is back with us with a new sponsor this week from from the Northeast. Uh, Genesis Brake Light System from Arizona. Oh. Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. I read the press back release it and up. it says racing in their home, racing from like. No. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. I read the press release. I'm just telling you, it says fr hometown race. It says a hometown race for them in the press release. Maybe it meant a hometown driver. Uh, he's from Tucson, Arizona. He's, he's from, from Tucson, Arizona, so that would be him. I'm just telling you, I'm almost positive that it said a home Either race. Either way, new sponsor. New sponsor. From and his hometown. The car looks really cool. Of it Tucson, does. Arizona. We're going to have to redo really cool. that whole well, thing, aren't we? Well, Genesis, I'm, I'm really sorry that I <laughs> messed that up. <laughs> I really did. Butchered I, that. I, I, I don't know. You can read it, but you're wrong. I know. I wrote it with teeth. Uh, it just, I don't know. I feel like. Um, I feel like you're wrong. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I read. I did read it, though. You have to at least give yeah, me props no, for I reading give you, it. I give you props for reading it. It's probably more than what Jonathan did. I will say that your Delete. your emails and Megan's emails. I just deleted emails, it right now. <laughs> all of your guys' emails go to my, go to my spam box. We've had that issue. We'll have to well call everybody Martin. from here at Junior Motorsports goes to We'll have to family. call Martin. Yep. Get Martin in on that. But well, anyways, um, the folks from Earnhardt Outdoors <laughs> are actually Standing waiting. The They've been here for like 15 minutes waiting for us to get out of oh yeah. Dirty Mo Radio. Yeah. And uh, We were catching Pokemon, though, we're for 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah, we so had to catch Pokemon. We had to catch Pokemon, so. In our, in our show. So uh, thanks to everybody. Thanks to Randall for coming off the K1 Speed. Thank you, Jonathan, for showing up. Yeah, uh, thanks, Jonathan. I'm not driving today. <laughs> yeah. I'm not driving up the interstate to Kentucky. And as always, but make next sure Tuesday I will be in Eldora. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to talk about next week. You're, no, you're, you're <laughs> gonna miss. You're gonna miss next week no, again. We're doing an episode. I'll be on. No, the we no. We well, we're how we have to ch switch days because I'm not here on Tuesday either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fine. one man show, Justin Allgaier. Yes. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. 
Terry Earnhardt here. Tune in this Friday to Earnhardt Outdoors as Hank Parker Jr. and I cover everything from the great outdoors to the activities that strengthen the bonds of families and friendships. That's Earnhardt Outdoors right here on Dirty Mo' Radio. You've been listening to Junior Motorsports Up Front, brought to you by K1 Speed. To find a K1 Speed karting facility near you, go to k1speed.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 